Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Oh, yeah. It is The Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. Rob Parker is out and in his place. The one. Wow. The only. George Reister. Affectionately known around these parts as George Wrongster, but you know, affectionately. affectionately. <laughs> Yo, I like that he, sounder. I like that sounder. Hey, that, that, that's a proper introduction. You are one of my, you know this, one of my favorite people here at Fox Sports Radio. So it is my pleasure to bring you to the woodshed today hey, and well, uh, teach listen, you. You are lessons. one of mine, too, and I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate the invite. You know, you got to, you know, even though I got a whole show to do after this, you, you not, if, horse, when baby. you invite, I show up. You, you are a workhorse. That's what got you to the NFL that's what made you a a blue chip basketball prospect coming out of high school. At least that's what you tell me. I haven't heard that from anybody else. But stop according it. to you, stop you it. Yes, Gilbert you did. Arenas yes, you did. Stop it. <laughs> hey. Looking into all that a little later. Hey, because if that we wasn't will true, people NBA. would debunk that. Nah, you know, you know, you you did your thing. You did your thing. Uh, we will talk some NBA. I had Bucky Brooks in yesterday, so I'm thinking, of course, football, right? So we talk a ton of football, and then we have one little NBA topic, and Bucky just lights up like Las Vegas. Yes. And I was like, man, next time I have you on, Bucky, we're going to talk some more NBA because he was really excited. I know you love hoop, too, so we will talk some of that. 
We are live for the next three hours from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. They've got an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free roll hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. And this, of course, the odd couple, even without Rob Parker, is the way sports talk radio should be. So keep it here for the next three hours. The odd couple cruise in full effect. USC Chris on the ones and the twos on this Worship Wednesday. We've got uh, Ethan Miller in for Super <laughs> Producer Rob G doing his thing. Elijah Sabunia, the one and only social media guru of the Odd Couple. And on the updates, the loquacious one, Brian Finley. All right, hey. we're going to talk some NBA later, but let's start with the NFL. There's a lot of news coming out. And, uh, you know, a lot of opinions on what's going on in San Francisco with the quarterback room. Now, we do have some clarity. We know the starters, Brock Purdy, uh, Mr. Relevant from a year ago, but he's certainly not irrelevant anymore. The backup is Sam Darnold, who was Shocker. the number three pick uh, by the Jets of, what, 2018, was it? Or several years ago, not too long ago. He's still young, um, but has, you know, couldn't get it done in New York, couldn't get it done in Carolina. New life for him in San Francisco, and uh, he beat out Trey Lance, who the Niners folks may remember a few years ago, traded three first-round picks uh, and more for the right to move up and draft Trey Lance. And now, with only four starts under his belt, George, he is being not only benched, but third string. Uh, The reports are that they are exploring all options. One of them is keeping him. Because, look, they've had their quarterbacks yes. injured for, you know, forever, including, obviously, last year in the NFC title game. They could have used uh, a third-string quarterback. Uh, but also trading him. And there are reports saying they've been trying. They've been taking calls, talking to teams uh, for a while, and there really aren't any takers and really aren't any good offers for Trey Lance. Well, so well, what, how, what how can there be, Chris? Well, what how- I want to throw at you, because a lot of people – I'm fine with Brock Purdy starting. He should be as far as I'm concerned. But a lot of people are saying they are mishandling this QB situation because they gave up so much for Trey. And he really – he has not had a real shot. But some of that's injuries is not his fault, but he's been injured. And then the guy behind him, Brock Purdy, played great. And obviously Trey hasn't been that impressive in practice. So are you – do you think he's being mishandled and – uh, mistreated, for lack of a better word, or are you cool with the way the Niners are doing this? Oh, they are 100% mishandling this. And, mm. But but the thing is, there are some people that approach this conversation from a, a sunk cost or like a poker term, like you're pot committed because you put so much into this. Right. No, man, don't throw good money after bad money. If you realize that it ain't working, then yes, you should move on. But the reason why that there have not been takers at the price that they want it's because of the PR way that they've handled this. Like everything. Oh, Sam Darnold, so much better. Uh, Brock right. Purdy's our guy. So I from the outside. That. I do yeah. agree. So I don't know why. You, you can still make him third string, but you don't have to make him look so bad. Correct. So if you're another team, you're saying, 
I'm not going to give up anything substantial for this dude. Maybe, maybe I'll give up a seventh round pick, sixth round pick, but they clearly don't want him I- anymore. So he might be on the street in, in a minute and I can get him for nothing. Well, I, look, if I'm the Niners, I'm keeping him as my third streaker. 100%. Right? 100%. Again, and, and the main thing, hurt, though, Chris. And Brock, I, I think Brock Purdy will play well, but he could get hurt or he could play poorly. Darnold, we but know, that's could the come thing, in and Chris. play poorly. And so maybe Trey Lance will get another shot. 100%. And the thing that people are not recognizing is that, yes, Brock Purdy had a little run last year. But we have no idea whether that was Lynn Sanity or whether that's that's real. Because what happens is in the NFL, particularly at the quarterback position. It was longer than Sanity, though. Yet, it was six games. It was six well, it games was and two playoff games. games. It was on, six games on, and two on. playoff I'm games. I'm not going to let you belittle Brock Purdy like that. I'm here's not belittling it. But, but the reality, it was on, six regular season games did. and they were against bad opponents. But these are what he did. Oh, Really? Because his first start was against the GOAT, Tom Brady. A team was that, was that not a bad a team years last earlier. year? A team was that, that not a bad Super team Bowl last year? A couple years earlier. A team that didn't they make the playoffs? Am I, am I mistaken? Did what I a losing record. What okay, are we but, talking but about? a playoff team last year, and he okay. beat them. He's standing across the field at the GOAT and beats him in the first game he's ever started in the NFL. And then in his first start in the playoffs, Throws a 332 and three touchdowns, no picks against Seattle. Pete Carroll, good coach, beats Dallas and then gets hurt against Philadelphia. So I look, I like Purdy. I'm not sitting here saying he's going to be a pro bowler and all that. But what I will say is. I think he, you know, I think he deserves credit for what he did. Uh, no, he does. Last year. He uh, and shouldn't Chris, be belittled as Chris. I, as I Jeremy Lin. I was not belittling <laughs> the the man at all. I'm saying that we don't know whether it was uh, whether whether it was Lin sanity or whether it was actually real. And 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 one of the things that that happens, like like if you notice, Nick Mullins. The backup quarterback for the Vikings right now had success in Kyle Shanahan's Did he? offense. There, yes, wasn't, there, he, there, wasn't he quarterback when they were one in ten? Yeah, but but that doesn't that, mean that, that he didn't have call, some. You no, 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 no. I'm saying he looked. He looked like, oh wow, there there could actually be something here. And Brock Purdy, I beg, who to who had a good run. Here's the thing: is he had a good run. He only threw 170 passes. And the thing that happens Nick with NFL Mullins is five the, and twelve as hey, a starter. The thing that he happens with NFL defensive coordinators, Chris. Chris, stop. The thing that happens with NFL defensive coordinators. Okay, see, look, I can't even finish. I'm just the, saying. The, the, you the up point. here making misstatements no, talking about Nick he, Mullins was balling. I didn't say Nick Mullins what was balling. I said Nick Mullins showed something. Here is the thing that happens with NFL coordinators. They for they figure out where the weakness is in your game and if you cannot change your game prime example I'm gonna give you a prime example Patrick Mahomes when when he had Tariq Hill for the first three years that he was a starter they're bombs over Baghdad throwing it over everybody's head and then all of a sudden in what was quote-unquote the worst year of his career 
<laughs> which was his fourth year where it was still absolutely awesome. Right. They they forced him to dink and dunk. I feel you. They I they forced you. Tom Brady to make adjustments. They for like they force you to they, they will to, right yeah to uh, but to a Shanahan test is and he's going to be tested. You know, and I hear you, and that's true. Brock's going to be Shanahan tested this year. Shanahan is excellent at doing what the my quarterback can do. You Fact. know what I'm saying? So he will have him in good position to be successful, and they got weapons galore. If they stay yes. healthy on that side of the ball, I mean you would think he's going to have some success. The point is, Brock Purdy had success. He may come out and be lights out this year. However, though, there there is a percentage chance that is that is that is not minuscule. No, that's, right. I, that yeah. this could go left. And then the the incessant love for Sam Darnold. It it is we have seen this Sam Darnold show as much as we've seen the Baker Mayfield show. We know how this ends. Is I don't that know though. I don't he, know that we do. He's I mean he's I, an experienced I'm not a big quarterback. Sam Darnold Chris. Fan. I know I'm not a big Sam Darnold fan, but am I re- am I ready to say he can't have some success? He can have some success. San he's Francisco? a backup quarterback. He's a backup no, quarterback. And, and remember, Sam Darnold is extremely experienced. He started for five, what what six years? Five right. six years. So so he's seen things that Trey Lance has not. He's done things that Trey Lance has. He's made mistakes that Trey Lance has not. But the idea that 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 people in the media are talking about, oh my God, Sam Darnold, they're fawning over Sam Darnold. And in, in his sixth year, after five bad years, yep. and granted, he had a saboteur in um with his Jets. with yeah, with his first coach. But when you look at Trey Lance, who has been injured, and people are now saying, oh, this dude's a bum. He can't play. But then we want to give Sam Darnold the benefit of the doubt, even though we've seen five years of him starting playing football. That's right. the, that's the will, issue is that there's a lot of – We this because I want to know. You, still, you, you did a lot of yapping, and it was good. There's a lot of trade left. I, I want to see what – like, are they – I get the situation is being handled oddly. I agree. I, I don't think you just kill Trey Lance's trade value the way they have. No. But do you think he can play? Do you think he's yes. gotten a fair shot? That is what we're going to get to yes, after this play. break. It is the eye couple. Chris Broussard, George Reister. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. Keep it locked. It's The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. All right. The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes we're faced with the crossroads in life, and you don't know which path to take. can be true at home. can be true in the workplace, relationships, whatever it might be. Uh, we take mental health seriously in my home because we know that when your mental health is strong, then you can be a productive citizen who's living your best life. My daughter, Uh, is about to start her Ph.D. program in psychology so she can help people with their mental health. So whatever you're wrestling with, therapy can help you map out your future and trust yourself to find the way forward. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist 
and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash OddCouple today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash OddCouple. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, it's the Odd Couple live from the TireRack.com studios. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. All right, George Reister's in for Rob Parker. We're talking about the quarterback situation in San Francisco. Okay, here's what I want to ask you, George, because we can agree that the Niners have wrongly killed Trey Lance's trade value. And look, if he's behind Sam Darnold, behind Brock Purdy, I don't care how much positive they say about him how glowingly they talk about him he's not gonna have much trade value all right because he clearly is their third quarterback however they they could have done that better but you have said they've mishandled the situation you just said you think he can play so what do you think they should should he have been given a chance to beat out Brock Purdy Uh, Should he be the backup for sure, at the very least? Or should he maybe – last year he entered as the starter. Uh, Should he be the starter this year? What are your thoughts? No, 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 no. no. He should not be the the, uh, starter, especially the way things shook out. Brock Purdy played really well. They were in the NFC Championship game. And then he gets hurt. So – and Trey didn't necessarily do anything during the spring and summer that leads you to believe like, like okay, he's he's unsat Brock Purdy or that he just looks so lights out. And, and, and you have to remember that physically, right, that arm talent, 
running, mobility, everything, all the boxes. Brock, uh, Trey Lance is better than Brock Purdy. So, so when Brock, so if Trey Lance is good, is he? he's yes, he's going to look says better. Who? Says that everybody. Trey Lance is better than Brock he's, Purdy. No, 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 no. No, I'm saying in the in the physical tools category. So when hold on, so when so when Trey, so if Trey Lance looks good, right? Like if like if Trey Lance is playing at an, an A level and Brock Purdy is playing at an A level, Trey Lance's A level is like his ceiling is higher than Brock Purdy's. Well, but also his floor is lower. No, 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 hold up. Just but, because but he's better physically, if if indeed that's the case. I mean, obviously, you know, he's more athletic in a Yeah, but his floor is also runner. lower too. But that, but you know that also one of the things that Brock Purdy's teammates and coaching staff raves about is his poise, his confidence, his command of the that's huddle. That's what I'm talking about. So, and that's it, what, so that's why I'm saying I don't know that you can say Trey's ceiling is definitely better than Brock's. Who was better in high school? Brock Purdy. Who was better in college? Brock Purdy. I know he got drafted way lower. But yeah. he played at Ohio at Iowa State, and there's a and the reason and why Trey Lance is played Division One Double A, and that's because of physical tools. The reason why Trey Lance was drafted higher, the and and the and and now physical tools don't necessarily make a great quarterback. No, they don't. Yes. How, how? However, when physical tools align with. With all the the uh, the poise, the understanding offense, you get Patrick M- M- Mahomes, like but, you get Cam but, okay. Newton, like you get some of the Patrick great Mahomes quarterbacks. And Trey Lance shouldn't even been mentioned in the same sentence. Like, I, what makes you think Trey Lance can play? Like I said, he wasn't a blue chip high school. Fine, that was a while ago. I'm not gonna hold high school against him or for him. But I'm just saying, Brock, he, Brock he Purdy was not heavily recruited at all. He we was, he was not Iowa heavily State. recruited. He must have been somewhat. That's a Big Twelve. I I was State I know it's not was a not good power, when they. But it's still a no, Big no, no, no. I'm saying that they were not. They were not good when they recruited Brock Brock Purdy. Well, but they the, usually aren't good. But I'm just saying they play in the Big Twelve, not with the Missouri okay. Valley or whatever, whatever Brock that was. Purdy. Brock Purdy was playing in. The the reason why I'm not ready to give up on Brock Purdy yet is that quarterbacking at times, if, if Aaron Rodgers had had to play early, he may not have had the success. Well, that I, he, I agree. That he had. I do think more if, guys need to be. Yeah. If Patrick time, if Patrick Mahomes didn't like get Jordan to Love sit, might be might yes, play correct. really well. That I, might be I'm, the I'm best thing there. for him. I'm so, with you there. So that's the reason why I'm not willing to give up on Trey Lance. I, th- th- there, is, there is a chance that he is not good enough to be an NFL quarterback in, in ter- terms of being a starter. However, the book is not written. This is, this is year three, and he's really in part of year one because he was hurt year one, hurt all of year two, and hurt so bad that he couldn't even practice. Because because he had to have surgery and all of those things, so he's had a limited sample size right. for a guy who had limited experience in college as as well. And I know this because I'm dealing with this firsthand, uh, Chris. Firsthand, I have a son who's a quarterback who is a senior in high school. All the physical tools in the uh, world, and he's getting re- recruited now, and all of this. And is he, we, is he going? 
Uh, Division one, yes, one double A. Okay, no, no, no. He'll be Division one. the The issue is, is that I know as his father and as a football guy that that the thing that he needs most at this point in point point in time, because there's no question about the throws or can he right. coverage any of this. It's just experience because this is a kid who okay. was a baseball okay. yep. player, and and so I understand. Like I see in Trey Lance similarly what I see in my son in that in that this is an experience thing as a, as Maybe. opposed to I'm yes. not, now I'm not even talking and, about your and son now, I'm talking and about now Trey. there's a big jump between the NFL and 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 right. uh and, and, and high school here's and the thing you have to admit this though because I look obviously Trey has not gotten a much of a chance yeah. in games and because of he's injured they, they had him as a starter. It's just that he's been injured. However, has he shown them anything in practice? He has to I mean, to he's live. third string now. If you look at and, – and the reason why I believe that he's third string is, is because he's probably making some minor mistakes that he shouldn't make. Well, in, I was going to say, third year in – he needs to be playing a little bit. What, yeah, but this is in, also mistakes that Sam Darnold, as a as a five year starter, is not going to make. He's seen more of these things. So, so the best thing for Trey Lance may be to be third string this year, get more experience, get a chance to see more, get a, get a chance to be healthy for an entire year and practice right. And just practice, run the scout team, do all of the stuff that that will help with his speed of the game, his processing, and all of these things. Because at this point, they're not going to pick up his fifth year option, right? After after this this season, so and he's so cheap at this point because they've all because they're fully his contract is fully guaranteed for the four years, and they and. And and so it doesn't cost them any more money right. to keep him. So, nah, so you, you, I'm like keeping said, him on injury, my roster. The injury issues alone should make you keep him as a third stringer. And you're right. Yeah. You keep working with him. You yeah. keep working with him. He may or may not. It doesn't show cost you. It, we'll, that's right. the thing. It I, doesn't cost you, you any additional keep money. Keep working with him. Nothing. And we'll see if he ever pans out. We got Eddie House around the corner. We'll get into some NBA with him. All right, thank you, B-Finn. We are the iCouple live from the TireRack.com studios. At the end of your first year, Discover Credit Cards automatically doubles all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned is doubled. Seriously, see turns and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Our next guest got theme music. He's an NBA champion, NBA sharpshooter, Fox Sports Radio NBA analyst. Our man. Eddie House, E House, what up? Yo, 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 what's happening? We are good, brother. We got George Reister in for Rob Parker. Um, let's get right into it. Let's start here. Um, you have seen, I'm sure, on social media all the talk about Steph versus Magic. Gilbert Arenas asked Steph on his podcast if he's the best point guard ever, and Steph said yes. Um so, what are your thoughts on Steph or Magic at the point? Well, it depends on what team they are. I mean, come on, well, man. Best, I mean, but best, Steph, I'm asking you best, Steph. I'll tell you this. Who's the yeah, best? Magic, uh, 
Magic, what he did was revolutionize what somebody at that size could do and what people believed they could do. Most of the time at that age uh, and in that time of, of when guys played, you were either put on the block or you were going to be a small forward or a power forward. Nobody ever allowed somebody to do that. What he did was open it up for the LeBron James. So with that being said, I'm still going to say Magic. Uh, Magic has five rings. I think Steph has four. Um, Everything that Magic did for the NBA, Magic and Birds, basically resuscitated the NBA when finals games were on tape delay. They changed all of that. So with what he's done uh, for the game of basketball, not only during his time, but then even what he's done after um, his time of playing and bringing awareness to a whole lot of other things and bringing businesses into the inner city. So I have to go with Magic. Uh, Eddie, you were in what would be termed as an undersized guard like like a Steph. You put up 50 when you were at Arizona State. I remember watching it. Don't short, don't short, don't short. Oh, excuse, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. But, but, can, but can you talk about how incredible it is what Steph has done as an undersized guy being able to score and really revolutionize basketball from youth all the way up to the NBA in terms of how people can shoot the ball? Well, that's, that's why that, that's kind of unfair question to, to ask that. You know, it's basically opinion based when you ask Magic or Steph. But Steph has revolutionized the game. You look at kids come in, everybody wants to shoot the three. Nobody wants to work on their mid-range. But Steph worked on his mid-range. I think the thing about Steph that people kind of um, gloss over, Steph ain't that small. Step about a good six three six four. So as far as being a small, he's not a small. He's just small compared to all the other giants that's in the game. Um, you talk about how he can get his shot off. That's revolution. Uh, that, that's evolutionary. He's one of the best to ever do it. Um, he is the best shooter, pure shooter ever this game has seen. Uh, and he hasn't played with the likes of the Magic, but at the same time, um, you look at what he's done for the game. It, it, it has, it's been game-changing. I'm talking about not only across this nation, but worldwide, his effect on, on the game of basketball is, is second to none. If you had a sit-down conversation with James Harden, what would you tell him? Like, next mm. week, what would you tell him? Well, it's hard to tell somebody something that they ain't going to listen anyway. So, <laughs> I was, if, if I was going to sit down and have a, a conversation with him, I would say, hey, man, listen. The bottom line is Daryl Morey did you dusty. You trusted him. You thought that opting in, you was going to have some back-end money coming up this year. Um, I'm quite sure those, those were the conversations behind closed doors, and that's what James is alluding to. But welcome to the, the business world. You know, if it's not on paper, if it's not inked up, you know, don't agree to it. Don't think that it's going to happen later on. you got to get that right then in writing with some signatures. That way you know you're guaranteed uh, – I think it was a great business lesson. Not that he needs any business lessons because he's made a, a ton of money. I'm not counting his pockets, but he he's fine in that regard. But at the same time, it just gives you gives give him a sense of understanding like the business side of it. You know, you can't really trust anybody in, in, when it comes down to business. So well, I, don't you think that being the case? And I, I agree. Look, he said that he's talking about more. He said they were going to trade him quickly after he opted in and asked for the trade. But I hear you. That's covering the track. Right. I I hear you. I hear you. But I I think the bottom line, though, is he has no leverage whatsoever. The only way for him to get, like, a big contract next summer is for him to go to Philly, 
and just ball out. Now, maybe somebody, if he balls out, maybe somebody would trade for him before the deadline, or he may stay there the whole year. And the best thing for him to do, Eddie, I think is just play the absolute best he can and see if, whether in Philly or somewhere else, he can get a big contract next summer. Well, I agree with that part. You got to bet on yourself at this point. You got to say, hey, man, I'm going to come in in phenomenal shape. Nobody's ever going to see me the way I look this time. I'm going to come in and play well. I know I led the league in assists last year. I'm going to up my points a little bit. My assists will stay the same. But how many relationships within that organization are fractured? That's the other thing. Like, how does Embiid feel about this? Um, How does other players feel about this that's coming back? Do they feel like it's a distraction? Like, man, here we go again. So now that, that that's a whole different dynamic and a whole other uh, can of worms, worms that ha- have been opened up. So I, I think I would bet on myself if I was him. He, he has to. I think that's the only recourse. You can't sit out. You don't really have that much trade value because right. if you did, I think they would already got rid of you. Eddie, how much of this, I mean, if we're, if we're being honest and fair, how much of this is James Harden's fault? In that, in that he's burned some bridges. He had, to, he didn't play well in Game Six and Game Seven, like he, like he hasn't done a lot of times in in the playoffs. And maybe the the trade market that he anticipated wasn't there in terms of wanting to give him a big long term deal as well. Well, I think it's it's representation um, because you can believe whatever you want to believe, but when you have the representation as actually on a ground floor, you know, that's right there, ground zero, that's mixing it in with the GMs and the owners and talking like that, they're going to tell you, they should be able to tell you exactly what the real is. And that's where, you know, you look at guys that have fumbled the bag because of bad representation. Now, I'm saying his representation is bad, but at this point, it's not looking like it has been the greatest. Eddie, we got about a minute and a half for your answer. Obviously, look, I think everybody likes Phoenix at the top, right? The big three with Bill, Bradley Bill, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton's still there. I like the pieces they added in free agency, especially considering what they had to work with, but I think they added some good pieces. I My question about them is do they have the leadership on the roster, that it takes to kind of get all the way over the hump and win a championship. Because Durant, as a team's leader, hasn't been able to do it. He said he's not a leader. Booker, you, you're there. So I, I don't know if Book, you know, is a leader or not. Obviously, he struggled at times in some of the big playoff series, uh, most notably Dallas. But do you think that's a legitimate question about this team? Like, physically they got it, but – Where's the leadership on the roster, not so much the coaching staff? Well, I think that leadership depends on who is the leader and who's listening to the leader. Okay, so last year, who was the leader of that team, you would say? Probably Chris Paul, right? Yeah. Well, for all intents and purposes, I don't think anybody, especially DeAndre Ayton, didn't get along that great with Chris Paul. And, I mean, I think that that's clear. And so, as great of a leader Chris Paul is, the way he pushes and uh, makes tries to bring the best out of you, some people don't respond to that type of leadership. I, I think the way that KD 
Devin Booker, and you add Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal's been the number one on his team. KD's been the number one on his team, and so has Devin Booker. So I think those guys, smart enough, really smart guys, they're very intelligent, they'll figure it out. And I think if you have three guys that are on the same page, the rest of the dominoes will fall into place. All right. That's our man Eddie House with the knowledge. Thank you, brother. We appreciate it. Right on, man. Anytime. You already know. Yep. Have a good night. All right. Uh, George. Yes, Are sir. the Kings in trouble? That's next. Ah, couple. Fox Sports Radio. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup. Sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. A player at his position, and, um, you know, he just signed. Well, he's in the last year of a four-year, $80 million deal, uh, but he wants more. And he has recently indicated that. Now, some people are wondering, was he joking? Is he playing around? Or is he serious? We're gonna take him at his word for right now. All we know, we we'll just go. Don't. Okay. Okay. Because because he what he said is that he's could sit out the first seven weeks. Yeah. Or two things. One, you apparently don't believe him. Two, if he's telling the truth, it, are the Chiefs in trouble if their best defensive player misses the first seven games? Yes, he's the engine that makes that. Did we lose? So I think. I don't know. Am I still on? I need some a producer to help me. Okay, because all right, because I'm not hearing George. Okay, so we we got some technical problems with uh, George Reister. Hopefully, we'll have him back soon. But um, look, any Chiefs fans listening, relax. 
Chris Jones is great. Chris Jones deserves all the accolades he's getting and pay the man, Chiefs. Your, your main guy, Patrick Mahomes, your second guy, Travis Kelsey, are being paid less than they should be. Pay Chris Jones. All right, but that said, even if Chris Jones misses the first seven weeks and comes back in week eight, I guess that'd be for the last 10 games. The Chiefs are fine. The Chiefs are fine. There is no need to panic. You never have to panic in Kansas City for the next 12 years unless your quarterback goes down with a serious injury. That's it. This man lost a Hall of Fame receiver in Tyreek Hill, arguably the best in the game. Most people would say no right now, but he's up there. Top five receiver in the game, destined for the Hall of Fame, I would say. Lost him, did not have a legitimate, bona fide, number one wide receiver on the roster last year. He had tight end Travis Kelsey. Yeah, he's great, number one. But receiver, wide receiver, had not a number one wide receiver on the roster. The defense was 16th in points allowed. Mediocre. And all he did was win the Super Bowl. With a defense that, yes, featured Chris Jones, but also featured a lot of young boys, all right, that are going to be better this year. So Chris Jones is, should be a priority. They need to get him back. Yes. But they will Chris. be fine. Chris. What, they going to be not- four and three at the worst? With, if Chris Jones missed the first seven games, here's they'll the, be fine. Here's the here's the thing. The reason why I said I would bet my next check that he won't be there at past the first game. That you that he will not be out at, at the very least. He'll be there for the second game. Yes, but I would act. I really want to say probably agree with you. The, uh, he might week. be there for the first. Right. Yes. I, he, yes. I, he's I, making I nineteen million dollars, and he wants more money. He's not going to sacrifice that much money. The, it was different in Zach Martin's case in Dallas. Zach Martin was only making one point five million dollars this year, and he's already made seventy million. So so he would have foregone. $1.5 million. But Chris Jones, who wants a new contract, he ain't missing $19 million. As unhappy I, I as he that is. That don't make sense. He ain't missing. Right. That's, that's hustling backwards. Right. So totally that's why agree. I said he will show up. That because okay, it's a different situation. Okay, so let's situation. play along, though. Let's play along. Okay. If he doesn't until week eight, are they in trouble? No, they're not in trouble. They they got – if you got Patrick Mahomes, you, you don't have trouble. But the – now, now, I'm talking about on the field, but off the field, they would have trouble because Patrick Mahomes, who structured his deal yes. in a way to make sure other people could get paid, if they're not getting paid and the other people or the other people aren't cooperating, that's going to cause a problem. Because I, I got to believe Patrick is thinking, and we saw his press conference, like, this is what I was trying to avoid. Exactly. Now, I and, know they're, they're right up on the cap, so uh, the money's being spent, but... Then maybe they're not spending it as wisely as they he should. He said, I'm going to need a Billy if y'all don't. If y'all ain't going to pay should, everybody else, right. you might as well pay then me when I work. Absolutely. We got two hours left. It's hot and heavy up here in Fox Sports Radio Studios. Keep it locked. Odd couple. 
Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart. And I'm very forgiving, but like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts the black effect presents family therapy and i'm your host elia connie Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 